Hello, everyone. I want you to get excited because some guy in Austin and I are really digging into this episode of The Bachelor so you can properly prepare for next week's hometown dates. In this episode, we tackle very important questions such as, is Budapest the perfect place to fall in love or the perfect place to dash dreams by allowing a mentalist to interfere in the love lives of our cast? Who put the fun in funicular? Public bathhouses, incredible or incredibly gross? Did Kat shoot herself in the foot on this episode, or is she still reeling from her decision to steal Zach away during Charity's one-on-one eons ago? And finally, should Jesse Palmer go ahead and adopt Zach into his family now, or wait and announce that on After the Final Rose? Zach Palmer has a nice ring to it, don't you think? Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 291 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And I can't believe it, but next week is Hometowns. Where did this season go? Weren't we just talking about we didn't know Zach's name maybe yesterday? Yeah, first of all, hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And then here's here's my other impression. Here's my other impression. Hello. You look fantastic. He whispered a lot this week. It must have been the Hungarian castles, just the weight of the... That was weird. It was. He told Greer, he said, you give great hugs. Yeah, I know. Which is... Yeah, that was like... Yeah, that was on a different level creepy. And then they do the pan out, and he's got her like up against the wall. Like It was the opposite of that like Ari Emily moment where everyone was swooning. Yeah, I was just making sure the Hungarian police were close by. <laughs> yes, they are in Hungary. They're in Budapest. Yeah. It's very exciting. But I want to get out of the way very quickly. As we start this episode, Jesse and Zach have their powwow overlooking yeah. the beautiful city. And he says, hey, you know, Greer is feeling better. And <laughs> you can tell yeah. Zach for a split second was going Greer. Greer. Greer, Greer. Greer. Right. Right. Greer. Oh, yes. Didn't we leave her in London? Nope. Yeah. Nope. She's on a plane bound for Budapest. Yep. And so one of the biggest tales, bless her heart, is she's super excited and so happy to see Zach. And we are going to totally catch up on all the time that we've missed because the last time you've seen her was the Bahamas, which is forever ago. And we see her knock on his hotel room door. Well, you yeah. know she's going home. Well, she should so, go home, A. But you right. know she's going home. If she's knocking on his door, they're not even now, giving her any sort of semblance of a date. Well, no, two things. Uh, one is this would have been the perfect time of the season for a FaceTime date. You know, <laughs> it's true. Just, you know, back in Houston <laughs> and just, you know, gotten away. They didn't have to fly her out to Hungary to get dumped. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of mean, to be honest with you. Mean. I mean, yeah, there was, you know, it's obviously if, if you're, you know, COVIDing or, first of all, she never said she had COVID. She quarantined no, and then she, she tested did. negative. So she tested negative for COVID. And then she tells us that she's so excited. 
And I think that's a reasonable assumption if you're yes. quarantined, they come to you and like, hey, we got your plane ticket to the, to the Budapest. <laughs> I mean, it's a reasonable assumption that you're going. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. She's like, right, did you guys pack my luggage and put it on the plane? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, fine. it's, it's okay. there. That's fine. Don't right, worry yeah. about it. Yeah, here's your, here's your passport. Just make the trip. We'll, we'll drop it off in your new room. <laughs> <laughs> and as she and as she's, bless, again, bless her heart because she's 12 years old. She, she can't read the room. She's not seeing that Zach is, he isn't giving her any sort of indication that he wants her there and, and which is nice of him. And he maybe hugs her, but that's about it. And then she says for 20 minutes, because she knows this is her only shot. I really want you to meet my family next week. And he's, yeah. you know, I don't, I, I forgot you were in the running. And so it's a, it's a whole thing. And at the end, whenever he says, I just, it's, it's an easy out. I have stronger connections with more women and it wouldn't be fair to take you on hometowns. And when she leaves and is put in the Hungarian rejection SUV, she says, I thought I was coming here because I had a shot not to say goodbye. And that's your whole point. Yeah. I, it would have been great if they would have done like the plane with the line, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there she goes from right to left. Lands in Estonia. It's like tick, 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 six days, you know? Hungary, the opposite direction of wherever she's from, Houston or whatever. <laughs> Poor Greer. I know. She was a pawn in a in a game that we all frankly enjoy. That's exactly so, right. That's exactly yeah. right. I do want to while we're on this this mindset, I want to skip to Brooklyn's date. The same exact thing happened to Brooklyn ish because she gets a one-on-one date in Hungary. Yeah. And when you get a one-on-one date this late in the game, your assumption is, oh, I I at least have one more week in the bag. Because why right. else would he have picked me for a one-on-one date? Going in, did you anticipate, yeah, she's gone before the date even occurred? No, I didn't, honestly. You didn't. Oh, I did. No. I, I thought about the two-on-one we talked about last week as her and Kat, but that they kind of late. They kind of backed off that this week. They um, did. Mm-hmm. Because she, I think did, they wanted to – I think they wanted – to depict Brooklyn in a, a softer tone than she yeah, has I mean, been in weeks previous. And she's clearly got some baggage from whatever happened in her life before she was on the bachelor. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's come up a few times and um, you know, she'll take it out on the next calf. She flips on its back <laughs> and ties its legs. She'd probably name it Zach and brand it. Here's, here's when you know you're going home. I think in week seven, whenever your date I know what you're going to say. This is awesome. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, there's several things I'm going to say. One, when your date is on a bicycle and you have Mm -hmm. to, you bike around everywhere all day long. You're like Kermit the Frog and this piggy, you know, in. (laughs) Muppets Take Manhattan, maybe? I don't know. Great Muppets Take Manhattan, maybe. And I think that whenever you, whenever they're on a bike and they're just biking around Budapest, he's. He's that is a time where he's not talking to her and she's struggling yeah. a little bit in her platform sneakers to ride the bike to begin with. But there there's no whenever he's with Katie, for example, and they're hand in hand walking around versus, yeah. hey, we're biking around. And then the second is whenever you go to a, a public bath with yeah. a bunch of old people in Budapest versus Katie, where they have a private bathhouse 
to mm-hmm. me, those are the things. And then finally, whenever Zach has to say, I need a minute at dinner, yeah. I, I just yeah, need what, one minute to get some yeah. air, you're done. Yeah. I need to go tell the camera you're going home first <laughs> before I come back here and break the news to you. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, I, I think that date was, I mean, look, if you're in Budapest with a buddy or something, you want to go sit in a hot tub with 500 people, fine. I've but done that. Just, in Budapest? Yeah, I was really? in that hot tub. Yeah. Wow. How how's that work out? It was great, but it was also odd because the aforementioned you're in a hot tub with 500 people. It is like a Vegas hot tub, but it's old people. And I went in the dead of winter. And so yeah. I ran to the hot tub and got in to stay warm. So you were like one of those like Arctic monkeys we see. Mm-hmm, like, exactly like an Arctic wow. monkey. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's great. Um, yeah, I just, I thought it was a cool date. Um, Did that sick you just, out though? The public hot no, tub? No, I could have done that. Like, It was fine. It's like a swimming pool or something. It okay. didn't bother me. The old people would have freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> um, but then I thought maybe Budapest needs to update its bicycle selection <laughs> to maybe, maybe a mountain bike or something a little more... Rugged. Um, yeah, I mean, he might as well have had a banana seat and a flag on that thing, for God's sakes. You know, those streamers from the handlebars, like, back in the day? Yeah, I mean, it's like, golly, why you got to put the guy on that? Um, and and then his the, the um, we're going to talk about, or I want to talk about, um, Zach's uh, bromance with, with mm-hmm, Palmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hugging, crying on his shoulder, yeah. having these these one-on-one dates with him before his real one-on-one dates. It's, it's almost touching. It is. There was a lot of touching going on. They enjoy yeah. each other's company. It's fantastic. Yeah. I thought the balloon part of the date was pretty cool, but still he barely touched her on the balloon. And then you could tell they made him kiss her at the have, top of the peak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been on a hot air balloon? I have not. Don't do it. So you're on the hot air balloon. They pull the thing. It's like, oh, fire. It's fascinating. And then at a certain point, like really, really quickly into the ride, you realize you're just kind of floating up. And then you start thinking like, um, what if the wind is too strong? What if this thing doesn't have any rudders? How do we steer it? Like all these things go through your head and you're thinking like this thing, this technology is literally like Leonardo designed one of these things. You would think they would have improved on the design by now and maybe yeah. put, you know, like a trolling motor or something on it where you could, anyway, not fun, um, not romantic. Um, it also, hot air ballooning usually happens at like five o'clock in the morning. Um, oh, it does? Uh, yeah. Cause it's a sunrise thing or a sunset oh, thing. So okay. I was in Mexico recently at, in San Miguel de Allende, which is a beautiful uh, part of Mexico. And um, we, you know, there's all these restaurants and we did the horseback riding thing and that we did all that stuff. And then we had this balloon ride scheduled for sunrise. Wow. Um, there's nothing worse than standing out in a field, um, chilly with a massive hangover <laughs> waiting for a bunch of, you know, Hispanic guys to put together this balloon so you could go up on it. And eventually the guy comes over and he doesn't speak any English and he says in Spanish, which I understand enough, it's too windy today to fly. And I was like, thank, uh, thank you so no. much. 
Here's my thing, though, and I know this is opposite of what you're saying. I feel like if I went in a hot air balloon, I would want to go in a hot air balloon. I wouldn't want to be tethered to the ground. Right. That's the point. Like, it's you're either going straight up and you're strapped to the, and you're just, okay, the view is great. I could have gone to a tall building and done this. (laughs) Or you're putting yourself in real danger of, you know, drifting over the, you know, over North Korea at a certain point. I'm like, you know, forget that. Oh my gosh, that's my mother's favorite show on Netflix. It's an Asian romance, and I can't remember what it's called, but she talks about it all the time where the girl paraglided accidentally. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) You probably wouldn't have ever seen it. She goes deep. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those deals. Like, what you know, like, like, remember back in the day in the Atari game where you had like you did the joystick three times to the left, once up, you push the button, hold it down, and there was like a secret level on certain games. Oh, no. That's what what your mom did in Netflix. Completely inaccessible. Yeah. There's some kind of, you know, side room, like in the Great Pyramid, you know, there's this side room full of gold mm-hmm. that no one, yeah. <laughs> Good for Lene, right? I know, I mean, listen, doing it. <laughs> if you're sitting around in Hallsville during COVID, you're going to discover some stuff, you know? You <laughs> so we end with Brooklyn, um, Zach has to go get some air, and he comes back, and he lets her down gently and says, you deserve the love that I cannot she knew give it. you. She knew it at that point. She yeah. did know it at that point, and his yeah. whole reasoning, he did get a little bit choked up about it, because, you know, this is real now. These are yeah. real feelings, real families, and I, she I adores her. It is. She yeah. adores her grandpa, and... Her mom went above and beyond to give her a successful life without her dad. And he says, who am I to go into their lives and meet them when I'm not 100% sure about this girl? And so he lets her go and all the women are shocked and they, they cry. There's a lot of crying, a lot of crying this episode, which one of them was surprising to me. And I want to get into it too. I'm going all over, but the group date with the mentalist who made everyone cry. Oh boy. Yeah. What are so, your thoughts on that? Well, before I do, so my, my phone just, I had a text message come through from my mother, but um, <laughs> let me just tell you the text. So this was, this was today, but to, to, so she knows I have strep throat because my mom monitors every illness. Like, you know, she doesn't <laughs> no, since COVID, she does. Right. Yes. But since COVID there's no way, you know, it's just, have you gone to the doctor and all, you know, it's just classic mom stuff. Um, so let me see. So, uh, she knows I have COVID. Okay. So I told you she's a night owl and she watches the show like mm-hmm. in increments at really weird times. Mm-hmm. So, um, 1152 on Tuesday, um, I was in bed. <laughs> My mom, I don't like cat. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then ten, 10 minutes later, um, poor Zach. Look, no context. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what made her say poor I don't, I have no idea. I don't, I mean, I don't I think up. that with him. <laughs> no. I, so anyway, uh, sorry, that's a distraction. What was the well, question? It's it's very true. I don't like Kat. And we texted about that. Laura and I talked about that. Kat, ever since she stole him away before Charity's date and everybody got super duper mad at her, 
she has been off and can't get back up on the horse. Yeah, she, she could not yeah. recover from that. Yeah, it's like the um. Do I'm gonna go we d- deep here? Do you know who Steve Sachs is? No. So he's a Dodgers uh, second baseman or and um or, or shortstop or second baseman, and he's the first athlete to be diagnosed with a mental block. Mm-hmm. Um, he couldn't throw to first base. Like mm. he he had he he was a great player, all star, all this stuff, and then one game. He made an error, threw over the the first over baseman's head. First baseman mm-hmm. could never throw to first base again, and he had like sports psychology. He was the first person to employ a sports psychologist because he had a legitimate mental block. He could not throw to first base, wow. and it's the same thing with Cat. I think she was going, 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 and then she gets bumped off the rail a little bit, and yeah. she just can't write the. She can't. And she takes. She takes everything personally. Yeah, after yeah, that, she just can't. She cannot get refocused she could not do it everything was whenever they announce the first one-on-one which is katie and i know we haven't talked about it because it's pretty straightforward it was awesome around exactly what everybody expected exactly what you expect bathhouse they had fun she said that she wants a stable guy in her life her dad left the the stepdad left and so she needs a steady man he likes her at the end so then yeah. we, but when they, when they announce Katie's name as the first one-on-one, everybody, because I truly think they like each other, everybody, oh, I'm so happy for you, Katie. And all Kat can do is think, why wasn't it me? Yeah. Why no, wasn't it me? It's an why wasn't it me? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the, uh, and we're going to see this God willing. Actually, we won't because Zach, apparently I want to get to the no sex in the fantasy suite thing, mm-hmm. but it's like when they put them all in the same condo during fantasy right. suite. Like, and then they have to come home with the walk of shame. And they're, right. Hey, hey how was why it? is your hair so messed yeah, up? Right. How was it? Mm, yeah. yeah, fun. Um, yeah, it's the same type of thing here. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for you. But I think right. Kat's quote was the best. She goes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really, because all the women are like, I'm happy for you. Yeah, getting hugs. You. Yeah. And I think some of that was sincere. Like they, they're- I do. They, they're they like each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And Kat goes, well, I mean, obviously I'm really happy for you, but I mean, I'm just sad. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm just so sad. Yeah. And then she gets on the group date. Yeah. And and that makes her sad even more because there are two one-on-one dates. And so because her name is called on the group date card, she starts to cry again. And, and she self-destructs wondering what it is about her refresh my memory what did our friend the creepy hungarian mentalist um that guy was creepy yes okay Um, he that guy was yeah let's explain what a mentalist is to begin with because he it's it's kind of a magician to where he's doing really cool you know put out your hand and put that one down that one down put that one down all the girls have one hand with a fist out before them and then he draws a heart in zach's palm and he says the girl with the heart in your palm is, you know, she's the one or something. And they all open their hands, which you never saw him mark in anyone's hand. And Gabby has the heart, which of course makes Kat cry. So this guy is kind of an illusionist or whatever, but then he says mentalist and he makes them all sit down across from Zach one by one. And he says multiple times, you have to be honest because I can see through you. Yeah. I know the truth. I know the truth. You have to be honest. And so he asked each girl one question. He asked Gabby first, you're in a desert and there's a cube. 
And she says, okay. And he goes, okay, are you imagining it? Don't lie, because I can see through you. And she says, yes. And he goes, what's the cube made of? And she says, glass. And he says, interesting. That means you think people can see through you. Yeah. And that they're confused around you. And she said, okay. And then he says, you know, why is it? Why do you feel confused? What Think of one word uh, that would make and. She says, well, I have, and he goes, don't lie, because I can see. She goes, okay, I have two words. He goes, well, think of one, think of the other. And then he writes down the word, mm-hmm. which ends up being two words, and it's what she was thinking, safety and comfort. I don't think that was the mentalist's handwriting. <laughs> that's like, it's like, that's not, not Chris Harrison's handwriting on the, <laughs> on on the, the card. On the day card, yeah. So, so that wasn't. To me, I was thinking, oh, cool. He wrote down the words that she said. Yeah. You know, after before he wrote yeah. them down and she said them and he flipped his little truck board and that was mm-hmm. on there. And you're supposed to think, in my opinion, you're supposed to think, cool. And he and she instead says, oh, my gosh, what does this mean? Yeah. I, I, I have ADHD and, and I'm confused all the time. Do you think he's willing to take this on? What if Zach just can't handle me? And <laughs> yeah. she goes down yeah. this spiral. And I think, get your act together, Gabby. Come on. Well, right. And we've talked about this. Is Gabby is a perfectly wonderful person when she's secure and in, in a very safe yeah. environment. But you you throw her a, a curveball and she just goes off the rails. She goes you know, off the rails. She needs Reese's pieces at all times <laughs> or whatever. Um, but the, the, maybe the, some syrup. I so, don't know. That was, that was sort of set up. Like they were kind of freaked out. He, you know, the, the mentalist knew the words. Um, I was wondering if the mentalist gets his mentalist messages in Hungarian and then has to translate mm, them to English or if the mentalist, knows? yeah, it's, it's, it's beyond Who me. knows? Yeah. He did, um, Ariel sort of held herself together. Ariel oh, never cries. No, she but- didn't crack. And I think the mentalist was... He got her on Ir- irritated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you can go on. But his whole thing was um, people don't. Like, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> a lot. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> You're a mystery. And she just yeah. looks at him like, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, and then he translates that to you're holding back. People don't know who you really are. Yeah. And then he asked for her word. You know, think of the one word that you're scared of. Why are you holding back? And he says, and he writes down the word, and he and he says, "Tell me your word." And she says, "Heartbreak," and he flips it around. Yeah. And so during her one-on-one time, because Zach is not speaking in any of the mentalist part, he just sits there and looks at these women like, "Oh dear." But later on, she's able to recover that because she's saying, "Of course, I'm afraid of heartbreak. This is a very weird process, and you're meeting my family next week, so." I want to be sure of this, but I'm in it. I'd love for you to meet them. Let's laugh a little bit. I'm breezy. And then he's great with that. Yeah. Then he has Charity who breaks down because she, her word was infidelity. And Mm -hmm. when he flips that word around, she starts crying and Zach leans over. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm here. And she takes that and spirals it out like Gabby and says, what if he thinks I'm not ready to be in another relationship because I still cry about the infidelity from my previous relationship? Yeah. Um, you can't, you know, oh. everybody, everybody inherits somebody in a new relationship with whatever they came in with, but there has to be, and this is, I think a mistake that a lot of young people make. And when I say young, like, you know, people are 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. 
but they, they, they come in thinking that, oh, I'm going to do it differently this time. I'm going to fix this, but they don't allow themselves sufficient time to heal from whatever, you know, and, and so yeah. it's just revisited on the next person in a bad right. way, even if that person is a great person. I don't want to psychoanalyze charity, but clearly that stuff is not too far under the surface. For right. Her. And that's yeah. what she's afraid Zach is going to run from. Right. right. And then you have Cat, And he's which smart was, to see that, by the way. He think, is. Yeah. He is. But for some reason, during her during her alone time, she says, you know, I don't want you to think that I'm not in this because I am. It just hurts. Whenever you are cheated on, it hurts. And he says, oh, I get it. I think, thank you so much for saying that. I'm so glad you're in it. Yeah. And he tells the camera, Charity and I had a really great conversation. And I think, man, he likes her. I don't see it physically to me. I don't see the chemistry, but he really likes her. And then you have Kat and the guy asks her, um, are Dude. you ready for Zach to meet your family? And she goes, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, like that. Yeah. And then he said, are you? And she went, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I just think pictured, so. Didn't you picture her like standing <laughs> on a plateau in the middle of the desert? And with that answer, it just starts to crumble beneath oh. her. I mean, she really fumbled the ball she on the goal line. She fumbled the ball and because then, then he looks at her squinting going, yeah. what? And what was the other thing she said? She said, I guess. And then there was another comment she made that was similar. You ever think about walking away? Yes, 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 yes. And she, <laughs> and she, she I mean, look, yes. the whole like, I, that's, that's the point where you call the mentalist out on his BS. You're like, all right, I'm going to lie about this and see if this guy really. <laughs> Can no, he see through me? Exactly. She should have just dead looked him in the eye and said, of course not. I mean, that's right. true, you know, but no, those two answers sealed her fate. It did. And he it even did. brought that up later when he dumped her or when in the one-on-one before he dumped her, he said, yeah, they asked me if, or if you're ready to meet, um, to introduce me to your family and you say, yeah, I guess. And he goes at this point in the show, you know, yeah. I don't need any equivocation or so. And right. it's just that point. She's being compared against all the other answers, right? Because in a yes. vacuum, maybe they could have a rational conversation. Like, I'm really nervous about this, and you know, that's I'm not sure because I've never brought somebody home. That's right. the one I wanted. But in a group setting where you're just point blank asked, "Are you ready?" Well, I don't know. And then, yeah. have you ever thought about leaving? Well, of course, yeah. Sure. I mean, this, this sucks, <laughs> right? And that, right. and then, and then during her, this is your. You're, I'm, it's exactly what I'm thinking right now because in the one-on-one -on -one time, you, you can recover from that. And she doesn't because well, she doesn't know how to recover from that. Right, in one-on-one, -on -one, the damage is not done. No. Because the question's out Correct. there and then you proceed to you know, clarify the answer. Correct. Like, this is why I said that. There, yeah. you're just left, you know, again, with this, I hate to use it, a pregnant pause. Yeah. Um, hate to use the word pregnant, especially this mm. late in the season. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. want to, I hope, wish the best for everybody, but um, I haven't made a charity joke yet, though. <laughs> no, you still got time. <laughs> the thing about it is when in her one-on-one -on -one time, she's, she's trying to tell him why she said that, but her reasoning is still way off. And, yeah. and because, because she's sort of halfway blaming him. And she was, because, she, you know, the reason why I felt about, thought about walking away is because why didn't you ask me on a one-on-one -on -one date? Right. And I don't feel, I don't feel like you're choosing me when I don't get a one-on-one -on -one date. And I thought, oh, Lord. All she had to say was, 
this is a hard place to be in. I know right. you know that because you were in my situation last year and it is tough to be with these women and this is real and I want you to meet my family and that is scary to me. But of course, and then she just kept saying metaphors like I'm walking through that storm. And I was like, well, he doesn't want Jesus, this compared yeah. to a storm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, dear. Um, or she could have just said, like, look, you, you, you put me on a spot with the, the Hungarian mentalist. I mean, really? You're going to do yeah. that? Like, you know, we can tell our grandkids you fell in love with me because a Hungarian mentalist asked me one question. Right. Um, but the other thing is that struck me was the, you know, I'm really nervous for you and my family might not work on a guy who brought the only single mother drunk as hell to meet his family on the first date. <laughs> True. Yeah, these Christine Mangelli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give her some pops and uh, put her in the jeep, and we'll just go meet my whole family. No yeah. problem. <laughs> so he might not put the kind of gravity, you know, <laughs> on yeah. the situation. Um, yeah. But the other thing too that we will soon learn, and I was upset that that cat. We're never going to learn this about cat. Is do you remember the nervous look on his face when Dean found out he was going to hometowns? Remember Dean with mm-hmm. the with the crazy family that yes. lived in the the yurt yes. or whatever? Yes. Maybe that's a little, little of the hesitance, you know. Maybe Part she's got it. a crazy family, which yeah. is always makes it more fun. Um, yeah, for us, sure. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's part of it. Who knows? I you don't know? know. I don't know. I don't we know. never got to that though, because she, like you said, she tried to skirt around the real reason and she just ended up doing herself in i think again when she said you could see him perk up when she said i guess and yeah. then when she said yeah i thought about leaving the show boom door Done. closed that was it mm-hmm. yeah I, I heard the i heard the door on the hungarian mansion slam shut <laughs> and uh it was over I, th- I was a little upset we didn't get a little more of hungary's history you know it's a that's a beautiful city and yeah um, it is yeah. especially the um Funicular, I believe, is what it's called—the little trolley car that goes oh, up that Zach steep incline. Oh, Zach was a little incline. judgy on that. Was it Brooklyn? She goes, "Oh, was it Brooklyn?" She goes, "Oh, a gondola." I know it was Kelly, oh, or no, Katie, 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 Katie. Yeah, Katie. Goes, oh, a gondola. He's like, "Oh no, no, no. a funicular." Like it's a funicular. Yeah, you didn't know that until Palmer <laughs> told you in your one-on-one. Palmer was like, "Well, when you get her in the funicular, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've sworn that off in fantasy suites this year." It's like, no, no, no. It's like a gondola, but Hungarian. <laughs> you know, so when I was a in Budapest. is like a really dangerous wooden gondola, as far as I can tell. <laughs> well, when I, when I was in Budapest, there's the opportunity to ride the funicular to get up to the castle district. Mm-hmm. And, and it was very long line. And so me and my friend, Nancy Jane, we thought, ah, we can climb the stairs. What were you doing in, in Hungary, by the way? I've never asked this. Would you just, just end up visiting? there like you did in Singapore that one time <laughs> on a loading dock? You almost had to take a shipping container home because there was no Uber. I've never been so scared in my life. I'll bet. That story makes me tense and I didn't even go. I mean, for the people I'm, who don't know, you were you actually went to Singapore <laughs> on like half a day's notice and you end up on some shipping yard, yeah. you know, a million miles from civilization <laughs> where no cabs can go. <laughs> and thank look, and just like the friendly people in the Hungarian hot tub, somebody rescued you. <laughs> they did. Yeah, and brought you back to civilization. <laughs> 
I didn't know the different colored cabs meant cash or card. Yeah. And I got in a cash one. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know there's a difference. I feel like the cabbie should have told me that when I got in. But... Yeah, especially because he's taking you to the edge of civilization. <laughs> he, yeah, he 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 yeah. let me off a long yeah. way from where. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it, Nancy Jane and I thought we can climb these stairs. No problem, because we didn't want to wait in line. Yeah. There's a reason why there's a line. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why funicular starts with F-U-N. It took forever. Oh, my God. It looks like not many stairs, but I think it's something yeah. like 30 flights of stairs. Yeah. You just you just keep going, no, and the brutal. funicular keeps passing you, and you went, oh, yeah. we, that would have been us, because it's been 45 minutes, and the yeah. wait was 30. What? Um, so what were you doing in Hungary? Just touring, just or? visiting. Yes, yeah, we did a you. we did a Christmas tour. Like huh? we went to all the Christmas markets in Hungary and yeah. um, Prague. Oh wow! Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Do you know what you call someone who dies in Prague? What a canceled check. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good joke. That's, that's a I mean, good joke. It's even clean. You didn't have to beep out anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, Gabby gets the group date, Rose, because the heart was in her, you know, yeah. the palm of her hand. She, she deserved it, by the she way. Did. Yeah. She did. She redeemed herself later, too, and just said, I freaked out because I, I'm, a, I'm a lot. Can you handle me? And he went, yeah. And she went, yeah. awesome. And then they make out against the wall. You know, like, like as someone, and, and you probably feel this way, as someone who's been an adult for a long time, you know, these people have it. I mean, five to seven yeah. years, and, you know, yeah. you're pretty much coddled in your early 20s anyway. Um, you look back on that and you think, well, golly, there's that many red flags early like how is she going to handle major life things like mm-hmm. can you imagine like looking for a house with her and trying to you know figure out how many bedrooms and what kind of cabinets mm-hmm. and what i mean that would be <laughs> zach would be like goodbye <laughs> <laughs> so long yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> he'd like cry on palmer's shoulder and you know what the best part about the Palmer uh, Zach hug when he cried? It was it when he dumped Brooklyn, or no? It was a, it was at the rose ceremony? Yeah, it was at the rose ceremony. He gives him a very meaningful hug, and he's crying in his velvet, crushed velvet coat on Palmer's shoulder. <laughs> Zach is six four. Palmer's probably six two. Yeah, um, but there was still like this sort of you know Zach was just embracing him like. You know, he, I don't know, it made me laugh that he had his head on his shoulder and he's crying. Yeah. And Palmer's like, look, you're getting salty tears on my bachelor suit. <laughs> Palmer just needs to go ahead and adopt Zach because Exa- Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just well, give him crying. a lollipop and he can walk around <laughs> Budapest with hand, holding his hand or something. He's crying because he gives Kat the old boot and yeah. brings Ariel and Charity yep. and Katie and Gabby are the final yeah. four. And he said he said a few times um, before he did that how sorry he was about getting ready to hurt somebody. And that's mm-hmm. sincere. I thought I thought um, that that's got to be the worst part of the show for The Bachelor. And the, the funniest part too is he has the big moment. There's music. He's crying on Palmer's shoulder, and then he's got to go in and be like, "I'm so excited about meeting your family." You know, he's just <laughs> yeah. got to shift from you know yeah. from d- despair to exuberance in three steps. The thing about this one was hurting someone's feelings who he knew had 
big feelings for him because I think he's been inching away from Cat for a while now. Because he's he's said a few times in previous episodes, are you okay? You just seem off. There seems to yeah. be some distance. There's some disconnect. What's going on? And she never tells him. Yeah. And so I feel like he's been backing away from her for a little bit. So to me, the tears that he had with Palmer were, this is a sad situation. I know I, I hurt her. That's sad. Now, from now on, he's going to cry buckets because I feel like he has feelings in the game now. But I'm not sure about Ariel. I think he thinks Ariel is out of his league. Exactly. And she's also pretty self-contained. Like I think of of all the girls who could take, I don't see a future with you. I think she could take it the best. Um, Gabby would melt like, you know, an Estonian witch with water being poured (laughs) on her. Um, Katie thinks she's going to win. Um, I think Katie's going to win too. Yeah, she might very well. She might very well win. Because I mean, yeah. that'd be so boring though. It's like, look, you went all the way around the world to marry someone from Austin. Come on, you know? Yeah. Um, it looks like next week with hometowns, we're going to get, I bet Katie's is very normal. Uh, it looks like Gabby's is probably pretty normal, but Charity has a brother and Ariel has a brother who yeah. are very Aggressive. in your face. And yeah, the, the, like I the, think Ariel's brother said, "Do you even know her middle name yeah, on her that's birthday?" A, that's a stupid question. And I, it you is. know, I think that there's this, I guess, lean toward politeness and convention because, like, yeah. when Sean Lowe, who's you know a six four, two hundred twenty pounds of muscle gets threatened by, um, what was her name? Desiree. Desiree's brother. I mean, he could yeah. snap that guy in two. Yeah. Um, he had to be polite about it. I don't know, man. I, I think at that point, if you know you're not going to pick what's her face, you just say, look, no, I don't know her middle name. I've only known her for 28 days. Right. You know, right. What, what are you trying to do here? That's just, I would never forgive a family member for doing that if I was charity or whatever. I would have a little chat with them. But look, yes. a lot of that's for the camera, but they don't have to overdo it. Well, then the next thing that we learn is what you mentioned a little bit before is that Zach is not going to have sex in the fantasy suites. Here's what I think happens. Here's my response to that. Whatever. I mean, come on. Right. But here's here's what I think is happening. You have to follow me on this. I'm listening. He is declaring, I'm not having sex with anyone on these fantasy suite dates. Do you hear me, Jesse Palmer? No one. Yeah. And then he does. You probably, maybe you're right. Or maybe that's the only yeah. reason why yeah. they are making this a big deal. Or maybe because him. too many people are crying. Yeah. He he has sex with one of them, yeah. and then he, the rest are like, "Hold up! I thought we weren't having sex yeah. on these fantasy suite well, dates. Why would you have sex with her and not with me? I yeah. don't understand. I, yeah. That's what I think happened, and I think it's Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> Is, that's not a statement about her reputation, is it? It's uh-uh. just, yeah. Um, I just think he knows I'm not going to marry her. Yeah. Well, th- so this goes with the theme of the show. And I think let's, if we rewind to um, Greer's, um, you know, s- summarily being dumped at the steps of the Hungarian <laughs> castle or whatever, um, mm-hmm. he said to her, after she poured her heart out, and by the way, they make them do that. Like, go ahead and tell Zach about your family. Oh, everything. Like, he totally yeah. wants to hear about it, your mom and all that. Like, just go in there and tell him. Um, so she spills out. I'm so excited to do this, this, and this. And he takes a deep breath and he says something like, well, the last thing I want to do is string you along and lead you on. Mm-hmm. I thought you just made her fly to, <laughs> you know, 
across like six communist countries to get to, you know, <laughs> string me along. I mean, again, yeah. perfect time for a FaceTime date, not the fake COVID. But maybe it's the same thing here. He doesn't want to mislead anybody. And maybe he just goes to town with the person who's going to win. Um, but I, look, that whole announcement, um, you know, maybe he hooks up with Palmer. Who knows? Uh, mm. It could work. It could work out for all of them. Um, yeah. I do think that maybe you're right. I, or, but I think, don't you think maybe the crying is because they all went to like the Hungarian Victoria's Secret and <laughs> bought their fantasy suite outfits? No. So maybe there was something really, you know, really, you know, um, fun in the gift bag that they were all looking fun, uh, looking <laughs> The only to. way you do a teaser promo the way they did is with him saying, yeah. yes, yeah, with him right. saying declaratively, we're not, I, I know I'm going against the grain, but we are not doing this. And then you have four women crying. I'm calling that he, if he doesn't have sex, then he does something. Yeah. And they well, all that, hear about it because they're all yeah. in that same communal room going, wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that's, I mean, I guess that's good. You know, I think that, uh, you know, Palmer's earned his paycheck this season and may, maybe that was something they talked about. Um, I, I do respect the fact that um, that's got to be a decision for Zach, not only for his own self-preservation, but also because he doesn't want to embarrass his family. Yeah. Um, you know, and Emily Maynard did the same thing. She had a daughter yeah. and, you know, whether she did it or not on TV, she's definitely said she wasn't doing it. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I, I respect that. I think that's a good decision, but at the same time, um, there's going to be some tears from one of them because it's like, I was, that's my best skill. And I was really looking forward to <laughs> sharing that with Zach. I'm really good at that. I'm not good at this whole dating thing, but in the fantasy suite, I excel. <laughs> There's got to be one of them that's going to say that. Hey, thank y'all for listening and a big shout out to last night's game for managing our official bachelor bracket. Danae is in first place with Liz, Jamie, and Allison right behind. If you'd like to read a recap of Zach's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. <laughs>